Hey everyone, hope you had an amazing weekend. Welcome back to the show. You're here on Chad Theory. I'm your host, Chad James. What's going on today? We're looking at Dominic Perrottet. He potentially has this legal question to answer. Did he fill out a false statutory declaration form on four separate occasions? Before every election, a Liberal candidate needs to sign a statutory declaration form claiming that they are not aware of anything that they've done previously that might bring the party into disrepute. It's alleged that Dominic Perrottet never mentioned the Nazi uniform on those statutory declaration forms. So what's the problem here? Well, it's actually a criminal offence, punishable by five years in prison. So I'll take you through the different sides. I'm going to play an interview from Sky News, which completely puts their bias on for everyone to see. It was a classic case of terrible journalism, so many different straw man arguments. I'll take you through all those details. But before we get into it, wherever you're listening to this podcast, help us out. Give us a five-star rating. Let everyone else know you love Chad Theory. And remember that this podcast doesn't have ads. We rely entirely upon support from listeners. So if you're able to, there's a link below to PayPal. You can make a one-off or recurring donation. That would be fantastic. And you can also become a paid subscriber to get access to exclusive content. There's already a couple of great episodes up for members that you might like to listen to. So check out the link in the description to become a paid subscriber. I've received some great feedback from those of you, particularly on the uh, the state of COVID episode that I uploaded at the weekend. So become a paid subscriber, get access to that content. But for now, put your feet up, relax, and let's get into it. Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party leader Robert Borsak came out on Sunday and said that he thinks that Dominic Perrottet had not told Liberal officials that he had worn the Nazi uniform to his 21st birthday party 19 years ago back in 2003. So he's talking about these nomination for selection forms where candidates or potential candidates have to sign a statutory declaration saying that there's nothing to their knowledge that would bring the Liberal Party into disrepute. His argument is basically, Dominic Perrottet is not above the law. Here's a quote. I will also be referring Dominic Perrottet on behalf of the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party to the Police Commissioner for Prosecution It's long past time that he be held to account. He's also calling uh, an urgent hearing of the Public Accountability Committee. He's the deputy chairman. And they're going to potentially consider whether Dominic Perrottet was fit and proper to remain premier. Now, this is what this issue comes down to. In New South Wales, swearing a false statutory declaration is a criminal offence punishable by five years in prison. Part 4, Section 25 of the Oaths Act, 1900, says this, Any person who willfully and corruptly makes and subscribes any such declaration, knowing the same to be untrue in any material particular, shall be guilty of an indictable offence and liable to imprisonment for five years. So, I'm going to play an interview with you shortly from Sky News where Laura Jays shows her true colours and interviews Robert Borsak. And I think it's potentially one of the worst examples of Sky News bias and lack of integrity 
and just straight up poor journalism that we've seen in a long time. So I'll show you that. That is That really, really got under my skin this morning. But first, I want to show you Dominic Perrottet's reaction himself when he was asked at a press conference this morning about Robert Borsak referring the matter to police with regards to the potential false declaration on this uh, statutory declaration form. Have a listen to his response and I'll, I'll give you my comments straight after. Just um, on the 21st birthday, are yep. you concerned about Robert Borsak referring you to the police for possibly allegedly failing to disclose that you wore the Nazi on your 21st birthday no. in application? No, and, and um, you know, Robert Borsak uh, has uh, his own problems. Uh, he, he is, you know, he has relevant deprivation. He has lost his entire members in his party. Matt, do you want to say anything further on Florida? Yeah, when you have a tear off in Florida. So that's actually quite interesting. You obviously heard what he just said, but he straight away turned around to Matt Keane and said, Matt, do you want to say anything about that? Is that weird? Isn't that odd how the question is directed to the Premier but he straight away, you can see, if you watch this interview, you can, uh, you can find it everywhere, uh, this press conference. If you see the way, it's almost like something clicks in his head and he remembers that they already organised prior to that a little strategy where when this question comes up, let's get Keenan, let's get Matt Keenan to, to have a say. Listen to how organised this response sounds. Robert Borsak has no credibility on this issue or anything else. I mean, Robert Borsak has had every single member of his parliamentary team resign from his party because of his leadership. I think that tells you everything you need to know about Robert Borsak's credibility on this issue or anything else for that matter. Treasurer, uh, this morning you spoke of horrible cowards, I think it was, leaking against the Premier and the party. Are you worried these sources will continue to cause damage leading up to the election? And what's your message for them? I believe that they're internal sources, they're internal to the party. Well, I don't know who it is, but uh, these horrible cowards uh, should come out from the swamp that they're living in and put their name to these horrible smears. Um, you know, these people should have no place in Australian public life. Uh, they want to play their silly games. Uh, well, So what he's talking about here is I think it's that Twitter account. There's a Twitter account, I think it's like Liberal Liberal Party New South Wales Gossip or something like that, and they've been on the money so far. Obviously, they have internal uh, people, you know, in the know who, who are leaking. They've been on the money about, you know, everything that's come out with regards to the Nazi uniform revelations and whatnot before, like a few days before everything came out. So, So they've been on the money. That's what that question was about. Let's put that to the side for now. And again, did you guys notice how like well organized that response was? How it clearly was uh, agreed beforehand that Matt Keane would be the one to provide the longer response. Dominic Perrottet said a word or two, and then quickly, like I said, if you watch the clip, you'll see him just click and then refer to Matt Keane. Hey, Matt, do you want to say something about that? Obviously, it's prepared. I mean, come on. That's how politics works, right? But the most telling thing about their response is this. Just, just consider this for a moment. So the question is around a criminal offence punishable by five years in prison. That's a false statutory declaration. And the response from Dominic Perrottet and the Liberal Party leadership 
is basically, what? Who did it? Oh, Robert Borsak. Oh, that bloke's an idiot. He's got no integrity. That's literally what we just heard. The response to the question about whether or not the Premier of New South Wales potentially broke the law is, well, just have a look at the person who's accusing him of breaking the law. Really? When all these questions around integrity, when all these questions around the sincerity of the apology, around the sincerity of his actions in coming out ahead of the threat that we heard about from David Elliott or that he heard about from David Elliott last Tuesday evening in a phone call, their response is to laugh. I mean, again, have a look at the video. Look at Dom Perrottet's face. He's laughing it off. He knows that he got through the weekend and now, you know, he's uh, he's uh, in front of this and, and this issue is behind him potentially. But I just think it's so telling how after that moment of sincerity that we saw last week when he was apparently on the brink of tears, to me it looked like he was trying to cry, but he just couldn't quite get there. But you know, that's just my opinion. So after that few days of supposed sincerity, it's back to business as usual, right? But like I said, I want to show you an interview from this morning with Laura Jays on Sky News AM Agenda. I, I usually watch uh, to get Sky News views of the uh, news for the day. I look at ABC and various other outlets as well, not to worry. But just take note, I'll talk about it in detail after, about the level of vitriol and it's almost an attack on Robert Borsak. Now, I accept that, you know, Robert Borsak has his own questions to answer and he's gotten away with, you know, potentially things that he, he didn't have to answer to himself. I'll take you through those in a moment. But let's just focus on what happened here with this interview this morning. I think it's so telling about the concerted effort from Sky News to protect their own in the Liberal Party. Let's have a listen. Welcome back. You're watching AM Agenda. As promised, we're now going to speak to the leader of the New South Wales Shooters Party, Robert Borsak. Robert, great to see you. Thanks so much for your time. So, is it true? Are you Thank trying you. to refer Dominic Perrottet to police? Well, of course. Uh, reality is he doesn't get a leave pass because he's the Premier of New South Wales. If he's signed false statutory declarations, he should be answering to, to somebody about it. It's not up to his party to decide whether he's relevant or not in this situation. The reality is, did he do it or didn't he do it? The police should be investigating. Police, why should the police be investigating? So you want the police to add well, their resources towards investigating what the, for, what the Premier wore to his 21st birthday party. Is that right? Sorry, say that again. The, the police you resources want to police, do what? Police resources towards investigating what the Premier wore to his 21st birthday party? No, not what he wore at his 21st birthday party. Mm -hmm. The declarations he made under the Oaths Act subsequent to that. What he said and what he did at, uh, at his 21st uh, birthday party are not the relevant issue. As you know, you always get done over, not for the actual act itself. You get done over for the cover-up and the lies. And that's what's been going on here. What's the cover-up? What's the lie? Well the, well, the lie is that he didn't declare it in his uh, candidate selection process. And I believe he didn't do it on three separate occasions. And he's admitted publicly that this has weighed heavily on him. So why does the Premier of New South Wales get to sign statutory declarations 
and walk away from it completely. It's not okay. up to his party, it's yeah. up to the police to investigate. You've usually got your finger on the pulse in, in what matters uh, to your constituents and in the community. Do you think this is really that priority? Look, the reality is this is the priority for everyone who believes in law and order in New South Wales. That's what it's all about. I don't believe if he's apologised, which he has, he says he's grown up, that's fine. Uh, I accept that. I personally have, a, have a, an issue because my father was a Polish uh, Holocaust survivor and I was brought up in a family that did not and would not appreciate that. But put that aside, he says he's apologised, that's mm. fine. But what about the OSAC? If he's declared something, on, perhaps on three separate occasions, under the OSAC, why does he get, a get, get out of jail free? Why does, he, why does he get to walk away from it? I just don't understand that. So and what do you think should happen to the Premier, though, if he, if he did lie under this OSAC? Do you think he should go to jail, he should get a fine? What is it? I, I think it's up to the courts. I think it's up to the prosecution as to what they're going to do. I think that's really what it gets down to. I mean, I've been a Justice of the Peace for over 35 years, so I very well understand the nature of applying an oath. Mm. He doesn't get to walk away from it. I don't believe he should. Is this a stunt, Mr Borsak? Is this a stunt to distract from your own political problems at the moment? Uh, we don't have any political problems. The reality is that this is an exercise in calling Mr Perrottet to account for what he has been doing. That's all it is, plain and simple. So don't you like him? I, I have no problem with Mr Perrottet at all. I've spent a lot of time talking to him over the years. I think he's a thoroughly decent man. But in the end of the day, if there's something like this in his background and he's not prepared to admit that he signed those oaths uh, without making the appropriate declarations, I think someone actually has to draw this out and discuss it. And if that's got to be me, that'll be me. What do you think the public think about this? I mean, we've all been 21. I think the public, as far as the, what the exercise of him wearing a Nazi uniform, etc., is concerned, would quite easily understand, as I do, that you make mistakes, you grow up, you move on. Mm. I accept that. I don't have a problem with that at all. My issue is what's actually happened to, in the last three terms of Parliament when he signed his nomination forms, the statutory declarations that he gave. That's where I'm going. I'm not worried about it anymore. He's apologised. He's gone to all sorts of great lengths to withdraw, mm. saying he's grown up. I accept all of that. What's the statutory uh, declaration? What's the technicality do you think he, he's lied on? Because I understand the question is, is there you know, anything that, is, um, that you've done in your past that could bring the, the party into to disrepute? Maybe he thought what I wore to my 21st birthday is not going to bring the party into disrepute. So it's a grey area, isn't it? Well, if he thought... I don't think it's a grey area at all. If he thought it was not, not a problem, then why did he raise it last Thursday without why anyone do you think actually he raised presenting it? a photograph Why do you think he raised it? You know how politics works, Mr oh, Borsak. Why do you think he raised it? I think he raised it because he wanted to get in front of it. That's what it got down That's to. That's right. And what yeah. he wanted to do was... Sit, and, and I think he's got in front of it. I think he's apologised. I, I agree with all of that, but the mm -hmm. reality is there is the, the dirty little problem. If you signed a statutory declaration as a Premier of New South Wales, sure. why are you given a leave pass? Aren't How does you, that operate? I'll put you it to you, Mr to five years prosecution. Yeah. Sure. Aren't you enabling the worst part of political life? That is the leakers, 
the underminers. You've always got them in your own party. You've got them as well. By what you're doing today, aren't you just kind of adding fuel to that fire and enabling these these people that are the, 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 the cowards of politics? I, I don't know anything about what goes on in Mr Perrottet's party. That's a problem for him. I can only read what I read in the public media and the facts that have come out there. And as far as I'm concerned, mm. if someone doesn't raise it, and I'm prepared to raise it, then who will? The reality is, if he's got people in his own party, as we all do, parties go through these things from time to time, who are trying to get him, stab him, do whatever they want to do, that's for them. My question is, why does the Premier of New South Wales get to sign statutory declarations right. and not be held accountable for them in the court of law if that's where it ends up? Do you want Labor to win the election? I don't have any favourites in relation to who's going to win the election. I want the people of New South Wales to get the best result according to who they think should govern New South Wales. I don't play favourites in relation to these matters. Okay, so um, let's get back to the, the nub of this. You're going to refer this to police. They think they should uh, investigate. If they don't deem it uh, necessary uh, to investigate or it's out of their jurisdiction, will you leave it? Or where do you go next? Well, if the police aren't going to pick it up, who are the logical people for investigating all crime in New South Wales? Well, it's hard to think where it could go next. Certainly it's not up to the Liberal Party hierarchy to decide who does and who doesn't uh, actually uh, get to be prosecuted or investigated in relation to breaches of the OSAC. The OSAC's a very, very important piece of New South Wales legislation and it yeah. should not be ignored or belittled in any way. Okay. Before we let you go, Robert Borsak, I feel like I need to give this uh, question to all politicians at the moment. Is there anything you'd wish to confess that some of your political enemies uh, might use against you, whether it was a fancy dress uh, party when you were 21 or something else? <laughs> I think everything that has been uh, outed about me in the last 12 years in Parliament has been outed. If they want to find more, please go to it. But I, my 21, uh, 21st birthday party was very boring and it certainly wasn't a fancy dress ball, that's for sure. You've never worn an off-colour costume, Mr Borsak? I can't say that I ever did. No, I've never hired a costume off-colour or on-colour. I've never worn a Nazi uniform or any of those sorts of things. We thank you for your time, as always. Appreciate it. Speak soon. No, thank you very much for your time. Cheers. Robert Balsack uh, there, and that is his thinking uh, behind going after Dominic Perrottet for that uniform. It is a technicality, but he thinks one that needs to be upheld. So. Wow, wasn't that telling? Ladies and gents, let's just do a, a, a quick little recap here of some of the questions that Laura Jays asked Robert Borsak. Should police dedicate resources to investigating what Dominic Perrottet wore to his 21st birthday party? Uh, okay. Don't you like him? She asked him. What do you think the public thinks about this? I mean, we've all been 21. It's a grey area. Maybe he thought he wore this to his 21st birthday party and it wouldn't bring his party into disrepute. Aren't you enabling the worst part of political life, the cowards of politics? She even asked him, do you want Labor to win the election? Is there anything you'd like to confess that any of your political opponents might find out about you and use against you? You've never worn an off-colour costume? And the worst part is her finishing off, slipping in her little take, 
There you go. It's a technicality, but one that needs to be upheld, according to Robert Borsak. So clearly, Laura Jays was engaging in a straw man argument there. She was wanting to talk about the actual uniform and trying to catch him out because I guess for Sky News viewers, the prevailing sentiment is, uh, we all make mistakes and, you know, he did it when he was 21. Let's move on, which I agree and accept to an extent, but not uh, in its entirety for uh, reasons which I've made quite clear over um, the last few days. And I mean, if you were listening to that, clearly you heard Robert Borsak basically say, I'm not arguing about that. I'm arguing about the statutory declaration. And Laura Jays, she didn't want to talk about that. She was focused on the actual uniform itself, referring to this potentially false declaration as a technicality. So Sky News, Laura Jays, they're, they're more concerned about a misuse of police resources. Remember the 30,000 fines that were revoked by Revenue New South Wales after the New South Wales Supreme Court found those fines relating to COVID breaches were too vague and didn't have standing? Do you seriously want me to go there again, folks? The mainstream media were complicit in that injustice. Now we have the Premier of New South Wales, Dominic Perrottet, who has clearly potentially violated the Oaths Act by potentially making a false declaration on a legal document and any investigation by police into the matter is deemed a misuse of police resources. Look, my personal concern is that if we dismiss this potential breach of the Oaths Act on the basis that it's all political, it's just part and parcel of politics, it's just a technicality, it's just how it goes, mate, what does that say about the rule of law? One rule for you and me and another rule for the ruling elites? For them, it's a legal technicality. For us, we face massive fines and potentially five years in prison. Now, the Liberal Party, they have the ability to disendorse Dominic Perrottet as a candidate because he has clearly brought the party into disrepute. That's a matter for the Liberal Party. I, I fully accept that. But I'll tell you what, my opinion is just looking at this from the outside, they 100% have the grounds to do that. And if he wasn't the Premier, if he was a backbencher, for example, or a candidate that was just making their way into this election for the first time, i I think it's more than likely they would have uh, disendorsed them by now. But the matter of potentially making a false declaration on a statutory declaration document, that's a matter for police and by extension, the courts. Remember, he may have made a false declaration on several occasions before the 2011 election, the 2015, 2019, and this one in 2023. That's four potential occasions. Now, it will come down to the materiality of the potential false declaration. Did his potential false declaration have material consequences? Here is straight from the act, which I read for you before. Any person who willfully and corruptly makes and subscribes any such declaration, knowing the same to be untrue in any material particular, shall be guilty of an indictable offense and liable to imprisonment for five years. Now, in my opinion, like Robert Borsak outlined himself, which Laura Jays so conveniently disregarded, Dominic Perrottet himself has shown how material his potentially false declaration actually is. Remember, he apologized for what he described as a deeply hurtful act. He described it as a 
terrible mistake which had personally anguished him for most of his life. It had personally anguished him for most of his life. Now, if you want to talk about materiality, if you want to talk about being aware that an action or a previous incident could potentially bring the Liberal Party into disrepute by Dominic Perrottet's own admission, I'd say that, that it satisfies the materiality particular as per the Act. Now, just quickly, in the interests of being fair and balanced, I should outline to all of you that Robert Borsak himself has been on the receiving end of criticism. So, in the Upper House, where he sits in New South Wales, he apparently claimed that an independent who left his party to become an independent should be clocked, as in punched or hit. Here's the context for you. I will uphold the, the point of order from the Honourable Rose Can we Jackson. bring her in to reply? Oh, here she is. Can she step in and reply? You know, she's good at dividing communities. Come on, step in. No, no, Come no, on, no, have no, a crack. No, have a crack. Have a crack. Come on, have the courage of your convictions. Have a crack. Step forward. We welcome people to defend themselves. You're not um, in charge of this place. In fact, you shouldn't be in charge of anything because your um, role is Ro completely The Honourable Rose Jackson on a point of order. Completely destructive. So what we just saw there was Mark Latham having a go at MP Helen Dalton, who had previously been part of the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party, but left and became an independent over uh, political differences. She's the uh, member for Murray. So what we saw there was Mark Latham basically saying she's good at dividing people. Why don't you get up and have a go? So she got up to, I don't know, to walk up to him, like to take him on physically. I don't know. And she was obviously encouraged to back down and she went back and sit down. But MP Robert Borsak, he was accused of bullying because apparently he said to someone sitting next to him under his breath, privately, mind you, that she should have been clocked, you know, for uh, staunching. Is that what they call it? That's what the kids call it, getting up to uh, to have a go at, at Mark Latham. So you can watch that for yourself. It was uh, some time ago. And obviously what he said was out of line, but there's a very, very big difference here. What we're talking about here is clearly, potentially, uh, a, a criminal issue. So I, I just wanted to show that to you and and uh, sort of explain it to you about Robert Borsak because that's what Dominic Perrottet and uh, Matt Keane were referring to. This this is the basis for the attacks on Robert Borsak, you know, uh, going after his character instead of actually targeting or discussing the issue of the false or potentially false statutory declaration, I should say. So like I said before, it sounds like everyone's just trying to brush this off. Sky News is coming to the defense of their mates in the Liberal Party. They obviously failed to help them out last year in the in the two big elections, the federal election earlier on in the year and then the uh, Victorian election. So what do you guys think? You be the judge because Dominic Perrottet certainly won't face a judge in court, it seems. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's happening here in New South Wales. That's the update on Dominic Perrottet. His sincerity was uh, seemingly short-lived, only lasted a, a couple of days, and it's back to politics as usual come Monday. He survived the weekend. 
so it seems. So looking further on for this week, I'll be taking a closer look at these Queensland laws that are supposedly going to be changed to allow for the identity of an accused to be made public before rape trials. At the moment, Queensland is one of the only jurisdictions in Australia where the accused has the right to anonymity until that point that the trial starts. So there's that issue. Also with the New South Wales election, Troy Stoltz, he's the one who's the the gambling whistleblower, the club's New South Wales whistleblower, who um, has gotten himself and friendly Geordies, Jordan Shanks, into a whole heap of hot water via contempt of court for the interview that they did together. But he's taking on Chris Minns in Cogra at the coming New South Wales election on March 25th. But his preferences don't make sense. <laughs> So I'll take you through those details this week as well. Uh, Linda Reynolds has sought an injunction on a book about Malcolm Turnbull, which has uh, brought up some issues for her and her reputation regarding Brittany Higgins and Bruce Lerman, etc. So I'll take you through those details. Also, Daniel Andrews, he did a lengthy podcast over the weekend and he called for more immigration and universally free early learning to get women working again. It's the resorts that's uh, sitting there dormant, according to him. So I'll take you through those details. There's also this AFP bungle where they went after these uh, childcare operators only to drop the the legal case. And now the childcare operators, those business owners who have lost their business basically, are now suing the AFP for millions and millions of dollars. So this is huge. Talk about a misuse of police resources. And I'm also going to bring you a little bit later on in the week a case study on pokies. How do pokies work? I'm going to take you through the financial statements of a uh, well-known prominent organization here in Sydney that make most of their money from pokies and explain the accounting and the numbers behind this gambling issue. I'll tell you what, you won't hear that from anywhere else. So then, if you'd like to get in contact with me, you can do so via Instagram or Twitter. My handle is at Chat Theory Show. That's at Chad Theory Show. Make sure you give me a follow as well to stay up to date with everything I'm doing. Don't forget Twitter, Instagram, at Chad Theory Show. If you want to talk about anything from the show or you want to let me know about a story or you want to fact check me or just have a general chit chat or just say g'day, that's how you can do that. Also, don't forget to give me a five-star rating wherever you're listening to us. Let people know you love Chad Theory. And if you feel so inclined, you can make a donation via PayPal. There's a link below. And you can also become a paying member. There's a link below to get access to exclusive members-only content. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you had a great weekend and I'll catch you tomorrow. See you, folks.